We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This hour is brought to you by Cars for Kids. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Connor Williams has been a hot name. He did tear his ACL in the middle of the season this past year, but By the way, I have to compliment you on a great question to a great guest, Brad Spielberger, but also, you playing that music? What are you talking to him? I know. I, you providing that music. Look, I can play a little bit of piano and a little bit of drums. Okay. And you play viola. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about that. Not even people who play viola. I can play the guitar. I'm bad at it, but I can put it. Is this how Theo's band started? I don't know, but I'm saying we could put together a really bad band. We should start a band. Of course we should start a band. How have we not started a band yet? Stud plays drums, correct? Yeah. Stud's got us on drums. Zildjian shirts. I think Ray could be like the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. There you go. Ray Against the Machine. Ray against the machine. Ray, Ray, Ray against, against the sack machine. machine. Is it Zach De La Roca, right? That's right. Yeah. Sack machine. Five, six, seven, eight. I will be over with my sausage in moments. Bernstein and Hope. Middays today until 2 on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Well done, boys. I I wasn't sure if it was going to be that or if we were going to get Lance Armstrong dodgeball. Because I was like, I should tell them to do the Lance Armstrong dodgeball. But Ah, we don't tell them what to do. Right. So I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to do that. Well, and he's just a bad guy. I just, you know, it's still less, pretty less funny. That, oh, it's hilarious. Layla's been in town with like 10 years. This is the first time I've ever heard that story. It's crazy. Well, Hi, Dan. Hey, Lawrence. Uh, the other shoe has dropped and Jerry Reinsdorf has made his pitch and he did his sit down with his, his. <sighs> it's fine. It's spokespeople surrounding him and we're old and we don't get it. And it's that's where I'm at. Sympathetic ear to listen for an hour, and he says, "Well, it's the ballpark. Basically, it's your fault, fans, because you don't come out to the park to support whatever I'm putting out there, and that's why we can't afford to sign players to contracts, and that's why we need public financing to pay for the stadium that's only going to enrich me." The audacity of using the Otani contract. Well, you laughed at it. You laughed at, we're not, we're not doing that. Ha, 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 ha. 
the economics of baseball have completely changed. With top player, ball players signing contracts is worth as much as $700 million, Reisdorf said, at the location we're at now, we cannot generate the revenue needed to pay those salaries. Look, we're not going to be in the Otani race. I'll tell you that right now. I'll give you- <laughs> oh, that's because of Bridgeport. Oh, I get it now. Yep. This is the Can't do that because of the neighborhood. This is the type of stuff that I've been trying to warn people about for weeks. It's They love a good smear campaign. They love it. They love it. And now you're going you're gonna to go number two on a neighborhood that's held you down for over 100 years. A neighborhood that is your identity. That you try and sell over and over and over again. It's those people's fault. It's those generations of people's fault that you won't spend any money. It's their fault. And yeah, you didn't crack three million after you won the World Series, but you were well over two. And since then, since the 2007 season, have you really invested in players? No. But like, the lack of shame and the lack of of awareness. Like, as, as a Southsider, I am embarrassed for him. And the people who are closer to the ballpark than I am, and I'm relatively close, but the folks in Bridgeport and Bronzeville and Chinatown, I don't know how you could take anything this man says seriously in regards to the baseball team. And I don't know how you could sit there and and take him just blaming you for his problems as an owner. It's incredibly frustrating, enraging. Well, it's, it also bothers me, too, that the media is complicit in this. 100%. When, when Jerry Reinsdorf, and this is what bothers me, because this is in the piece, and Cranes should know better than this. The stadium would serve as an anchor for the now-stalled the 78, providing a projected $4 billion in economic impact and $200 million each year in tax revenue. Projected by whom? Well, they asked they ask the question. Reviewed by whom? Cranes, Cranes asked that question, and they were not given any information about who is making that projection, which to me says, don't put that in the piece, right. Cranes. That, that's the problem that I have, is that these the projections about state, we know it in this town let alone any data we have from all of these empty, bloated, inflated promises, these phony studies that are commissioned by, by lobbying firms with a bunch of fancy names and fancy pictures. Oh, we've done all of these estimations and projections, and this is bullcrap. They're always bullcrap. Don't print this. Don't be complicit in the lying. Because while they're g- greasing pockets, yeah, believe they're, me, believe me, behind the scenes. They're doing a great job of it. A great job believe of me, it. Believe me, behind the scenes, there will be plenty of pockets greased. And there'll in be, some cases, pockets are not greased and stories are not broken. And yet, there are still people that, that are laying down and allowing for, for no pushback at all. Question Everything. 
And if they say, oh, $200 million in tax revenue and $4 billion economic impact. Show me your math. Bullcrap. Call them on it. You're a reporter. You are a reporter. These, these studies, these economic projections are always larded to the gills with the rosiest possible projections that never come true. We know better in this city. Do we? We should. As residents of Chicago and residents of the state of Illinois, we should know about a lot of lies that are told to us as citizens. But it's pretty, though, Dan. It's pretty. The artist's rendering is really pretty. It's always pretty. So pretty. I get to have two teams in town. Yay! Yay! Okay, great. Now what? Now what? And and what's the budget deficit right now? Nine hundred million. Mm-hmm. Nine hundred million. State budget deficit. He's running the same playbook that he ran, but with this this time, there's the added. Well, when I'm gone, the new owners are gonna they're gonna move the team. You're the one who met with the mayor of Nashville, sir. You did that, and you allowed that to leak. That you're meeting with the mayor of Nashville to try and exact the same type of pressure that you did 35 years ago. Look, man, if we have to be in the wilderness on this, I'm good with it. it I'm good with it. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of the mythology around Jerry Reinsdorf and who he's supposed to be instead of looking at who he has been. Who he has been as, a, as the White Sox owner, he's been cheap. He's been loyal to people who don't deserve it. He's been backwards. And he also was the driving force in canceling what was at the time the best season you've ever had. Yes. He's, he's been a union-busting owner and proud of it. If you look at, if you look at the, the opportunities for the White Sox to win the war of fans in Chicago, there are some flashpoints that you can look at under Jerry's ownership where he's played a central role in why that didn't happen. You had a World Series-worthy team. But what was more important to you in 1994? It was trying to break the union. And that's how you end up with the lockout. After 2005, you had an opportunity to keep going. 2006 White Sox were really good. Won 90 games, finished third in the division that year. You could have kept going, but you didn't. You chose to cheap out. You chose to make bad decisions from a managerial standpoint, giving people who didn't deserve a chance to be manager of the White Sox or any major league team an opportunity to manage. One guy didn't even want the job. Robin Ventura didn't want the job. Now you have a manager that clearly is in over his head. And you're... 
you're still behind franchises like the Royals when it comes to the total payout of contracts. Why in the world would anyone trust Jerry Reinsdorf to run this when you see the way that he runs his baseball team? You see the way that he runs his basketball team. I don't understand. I don't understand why there isn't more outrage and pushback on this. And I I do think that, like, I'm not kidding about us being old. I think that there are things that we believe in as far as journalism goes that are going away. Access journalism is a thing, and people want to, they, they want that, they want to be close. My whole thing is, in the case of Cranes, at least they're getting the news. At least they're getting the exclusivity. Well, they're the they're hand-picked, get, but, receptive but, but, but ear. Fine. But Dan, fine. At least they're actually getting the quotes from Reinsdorf. There are other folks, I don't know what it is that you're getting. You're not breaking stories. You're just being whispered to, and you're carrying water, and you're proud of it. I, if you were actually getting the access, if you actually had sound of Jerry Reinsdorf, fine. You want, you want to play quid pro quo? Fine. At least then the listener or the reader gets something out of it. But to just do it to lick boots? That's whack, man. It's just, it's so disappointing and disheartening. And I I expect that our listener knows better. But I also understand them being beaten down by stuff like this and being like, whatever. It'll probably just go through. So, you know, there's no reason in fighting. And maybe I'll get to that point, too. When people ask me why, why am I jumping out the window on the White Sox, this is why. What, what is there to believe in? Like, if you don't like the team on the field and you don't like the owner, why would you root for him? Out of history? Cool. Guess what the owner did? He went number two on your history. Blamed you. Blamed, blamed the neighborhood. You. Blamed you and blamed the neighborhood. Said, look, you you got to give me all this money now. Even though you gave me a bunch of money before, you got to give me all this money again because you weren't coming to enough games. Like that is You weren't coming to enough games because you were smart enough to understand that the product on the field was sour and it's been sour for a long time. You weren't coming to games because you knew that Tony LaRusa was long past his expiration date as a manager. But the dude who's out here asking you for a billion dollars, who's been trying to convince you of his baseball knowledge, and the people who just sit here and just recite the trope of what his... Oh, well, he's a Brooklyn Dodgers fan. I don't give a damn about him being a Brooklyn Dodgers fan. Guess what? That was 70 years ago, and that man is still living there. He's still living there. Whether we're talking about his approach to ownership whether we're talking about what he believes in as far as the advances in baseball. If anything, if you're a forward-thinking baseball fan, if you're someone that has, has learned to love the way the game has changed in the last 15 years, and you're sitting here mounting a defense 
for Jerry Reinsdorf's old-timey, curly mustache baseball that he's out there doing, and you want to give him something new? No. He doesn't deserve anything new. Nothing. And I don't understand why, why we're playing these games. I don't know what folks get out of it. And, and unless you can, you can come with actual stuff, you, you want to give him a forum and he wants to give you the time to, to, to be in the forum, cool. But if not, but if, if why are you doing it? If you're a reporter and he tells you what the projections are, show your work. I'm not printing it in my story, and I'm not lobbying on your behalf without seeing the truth behind this stuff. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. This is the great and powerful Oz right here, and people are lapping it up. We should know better. We as taxpayers have already been bamboozled multiple times. Don't fall for it again. And we're falling for it again because pretty. Oh, there's, look, there's fireworks in the AI renderings. Out of here with that. Having the ballpark in the 78 would be great. Sure, build it. You build it. Build it. Go ahead. Be awesome. And I do think the Cubs would have a beef. They'd have a legitimate beef. They're an actual economic engine. And you said no to them, governor. You got a guy out here telling you how for 35 years he has not been an economic engine. He's giving you all the ammunition that you need to say no. He's telling you, I don't know how to make this business profitable other than for me. And I'm doing a bad job of that, too. I can't get 3 million people in my ballpark that you built and then you renovated. But give me another one. What about the other one? I don't care. Screw those people. Screw that century of support that they have given this franchise. Screw the South Side. Let me get my white flight on so we can get this money. You can have it. You can have all of it. All of it. That's Lawrence Holmes. I'm Dan Bernstein. This is the Bernstein and Holmes show. We're going to get into some of the specific arguments that were made in this piece when we come back on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670. Now go ahead and ask me whatever you want to ask me. And I'll answer whatever I feel like. Give <laughs> we got what we knew was coming, and it was the threat to leave because that's the playbook that he knows that uh, this is the, the White Sox just might leave. But the pitch being, there's a lot of things here that don't quite add up. Like the math? Well, let alone the actual math that we know about public money towards stadiums and who gets enriched and who gets fleeced. That we all know. But to even say things like the stadium would serve as an anchor for the now-stalled 78. The benefits to the city and state are going to outweigh the cost. This isn't just a ballpark. This is a development of which the ballpark is an anchor. And yet, your current ballpark, which is perfectly fine and easily accessed, you're blaming the neighborhood and you're blaming your fans for not coming, even right after you won the World Series. You said, well, we didn't even draw after we won the World Series. Then how are you an anchor when you are simultaneously talking about your inability to draw fans, your inability to cash in on what you already have, what you already got from the state and the city and can't deliver on it and can't make anything, and yet we're supposed to immediately just roll, well, well, that's a perfect anchor for this. Why? How? You're saying that you cannot do business where you are now because of the neighborhood. You cannot function there now. And your team is horse crap. And you, and your own self-stated whim, scuttled your neighborhood goodwill when you hired your buddy because you wanted to pull this gibbering old coot out of retirement because you wanted to because it's your team and you can do whatever you want and screw everybody. Remember that? And yes. then you're, and then you're going to blame. And then you, well, you're not, you're not, you're not. I can't improve the food at this restaurant because you're not eating the bad food. That's always been what bothered me. That goes back to the last time this was done. You know, I'd I'd love to make you better food, but you're not eating the bad food, so I can't I can't afford better ingredients. I I I'd love to have higher quality food, but you got to come and eat the bad stuff first. You're That's blaming. not how this works. And then and then you have to say, well, oh no no, the civic and economic impact because we this franchise we will be the anchor of this development. All you did was badmouth your neighborhood and badmouth your own ability to do business. And your fans that you're expecting to come to the new ballpark. And guess what? They'll come the first year that it opens up. Sure they will. Shiny and new. We love shiny and and new. And there's nothing wrong with that. What they've been begging you to do is to put a competitive team on the field. And what you have failed to do is prove that you have any knowledge of how baseball works in 2024 other than the economics of lining the pockets of owners. That you understand. But understanding what the game should sound like on your broadcast, you don't understand that. What the game should look like from an infrastructure standpoint, you don't understand that. What the game should be managed like, you clearly don't understand that. The economics of players 
making the product. You don't understand that. And it was spit in the face of White Sox fans over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. You are not a good steward of your team. Why should we make you the steward of a neighborhood? Speaking of which, the neighborhood that you're going to abandon and you're stepping on on your way out, they asked you to build around the stadium. And what did you do? Nothing, because it would have cost you money. Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't want to spend his money. He wants to spend your money. And he continues to want to spend your money. We're not going to spend all day on this because emotionally I'm not going to be able to handle it. But let me just say this before we get on to the dumbness of the actual baseball White Sox. I want you to remember every politician, every single politician, I want you to remember every lick boot, too, on this. But specifically the politicians, whether we're talking aldermanic, whether we're talking mayoral, or whether we're talking gubernatorial. Because they're going to come back to you. They're going to come back to you in the election. And they're going to talk to you about what they've done and what they need from you. And when they do, you remind them. You, and as a matter of fact, you can start talking to them now if you want. You can get on the phone and call Pat Dow's office and Third Ward Alderman right now if you want. You can call the mayor's office. No one's going to pick up, but you can call the mayor's office and remind him of what his platform is. All the things that he said leading up to being the mayor of Chicago. You remind him of that. You remind the governor. Of, of what he said, his quotes about public money for private enterprise. You remind them. And when they come running to you during election year and they say, look at all the things that we've done for you, you remind them then and you vote their asses out. We'll talk a little White Sox baseball, what's left of it, when we return on the score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. You know, we play on the hits principle. The White Sox have new marching orders. They have a new watchword of their baseball faith. I don't want to talk about it, cuh. I'm too fast for y'all, man. It's a good movie, actually. It's the last one I saw of that Fast and Furious franchise. Sorry, Dan, you were saying? I thought it was a joke when I saw it. I, I thought it was a joke when I saw it. You thought people was... were trolling you because everyone knows how much you hate acronyms. Correct. That usually a, a coach with an acronym is a coach who is in need of help with thinking and teaching because it is just generally weak sauce. I know what I'm going to do. This this will get my players to do what I want. What I Our come- model's win, and that is whatever is necessary today. It's wint. That's wint. He didn't even get his acronym right. 
But the White Sox had a sign that says, play fast today. And I thought, okay, well, that's great. Just in and of itself. The word fast means what it means. Play fast. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, I don't mind that. Get to where you have to go. If Pedro's out here like, look, we want our players to play fast. We want him to know. We want them to have the instincts because we've been drilling it and drilling it and drilling it. So that they can read and react. Play fast. Play fast. The word itself is fine as it is. I have no problem. Play fast today. Okay. Play fast would be great. That would be a great slogan if it meant, you know, playing right. fast. Right. If it actually meant that. I, I always get back to the John Wooden phrase be quick, but don't hurry. Love that. Love that for basketball. Be quick, but don't hurry. Close out under control. Yeah. Know where you're going. Play fast. However, according to James Feagan, if that's right, James, if you didn't know, James, James Feagan is now the Sox beat reporter for Sox Machine. Fast is, alas, an acronym. Oh. It's not just play fast. It's play furious? No. Oh. It is. The F is for fearless. The A is for aggressive. The S is for selfless. Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. I don't know what selfless necessarily means in the context of an individual sport. It's fine. Unless you're bunting all the time. Be selfless. Just do what David Eckstein would do. Ah, be bad. And the T is for technically sound. (laughs) So that's way too. There's. There's got to be a there's got to be a T word that could get that done in one word instead of you're Mr. Thesaurus. Can you give me something better than the two words that they're using there? Fearless, aggressive, selfless, and tenacious. No, because that's the same as fearless. Tenacious D. That's kind of the same. Cling tenaciously to my buttocks. It's different. Different. No, give it, give it half a season. No, we warned them. Fearless, aggressive, selfless, and technically sound. So the acronym is actually fast. Fasats. No, it's fasats. Fast. It's fasats. Oski. Fasats. Oh yeah, Oski. That was a great one. Nobody. Hey, I think he's still up there talking about that. People are like, what the hell is he? Like that day. That that was media day, and. Tim Beckman started talking about what Oski meant, and I just wanted one person after he was done to say, uh, yes, uh, can you call on me? Yes, sir. We use the word Oski not just because of the word Oski or that it's a battle cry of the University of Illinois, but it also stands for something. That stance that we use that word for is our success equals the knowledge of being, the K, the knowledge of being a great student athlete on and off the football field, understanding how to be supportive, how to understand to be successful in the classroom. The E stands for effort, giving all out effort in everything you do each and every day. And then the last E stands for energy, energy, being a positive influence on the people around you, having that belief and that system of as being a teammate, being a brother, the band of brothers. That's right, brother. Our models win, and that is whatever is necessary the, the, today. Wait, I just say, uh, uh, Coach, Tim, I have a question. Yes. What the hell are you talking about? Oski. 
You know he did that probably in like the mirror and was fired it's up like, like I Ooh, killed it. I got some heat right here. I crushed it. But the thing is, is that you shorten it so that it's short. Right. But, but like, where where he and, got you know where he got lost? And nobody knows what the word Oski means to begin with. He got, what the hell are you talking about? He got lost in the spelling of no. He's like, Yeah, it starts with a K. Studs, play it again. And you'll hear where he's like, wait, no is spelled with a K, right? We use the word Oski not just because of the word Oski or that it's a battle cry of the University of okay, Illinois. Okay, just stop there. But it also... What? The word Oski was written in 1910 by a couple of songwriters. Oski Wawa? It's a made-up... It's just a made-up word. It's All a battle cry. Oski! It's what you say when you get an interception. It's just a made-up... It's just a made-up word. <laughs> or you could say, I got an interception. That works, too. All well, no, it's up. it's a one-word phrase you can yell so the whole defense knows Oscar! to turn around and stop, start fire. blocking. The call, yeah, fire is a call. In, fire. High, school, in high school, we, yeah. lit- we literally fire. used Oski in high school. That was our interception oh word. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, it wasn't an acronym. That's just what we said. That's what we were taught. You get a pick, yell Oski. Are you a uh, word, Oski. Are, are, are you, like, mad at yourself because you have to keep playing this and you're like, but that was our word. Well, no, because this is different because he was using it as some absurd acronym. Our coach just told us, hey, you get to pick Yaloski. I'm telling you, in the middle of there, he's amazed that the word no is spelled with a K. That we use that word for is our success equals the knowledge there it is. of being the K, the knowledge <laughs> of being a great student athlete on and off the football field. Under- I think he just figured that out while he was I'm talking. I'm telling you. Yaloski. I'm telling you. Well, in his mirror rehearsal, he was going to do the letter and then the word, and then he's already messed it up, so now he's all in his head. Oh, wait. Hold on, Kay. Where is that guy now? Beckman? Where is, where is Tim Beckman? He's probably like a coordinator at like a Mac school or something. I don't think he could be coaching anymore. He was abusive. So? You can't let him around kids. Doesn't seem to matter because stuff doesn't matter anymore, Dan. Yeah, he's. No, you can't. You he's can't... out? I don't see him anywhere. Former American football coach. Maybe he's now a Lebanese football coach. Who knows? <laughs> Got to make a living. American football coach. He's coming up with new acronyms somewhere. Acronym machine. He was hired as a volunteer assistant under head coach Larry Fedora in 2016. Perfect. But after a firestorm of criticism, he resigned from his position the next day. He was coaching Mitchell. Right? Larry Fedora was Mitchell's coach in North yep. Carolina. Tim Beckman is the reason why the Bears quarterback problems continue. Awesome. Our models win, and that is whatever is necessary no, today. No, it's fast. Fearless, aggressive. What was the S? It doesn't Selfless matter. and tactical. Too fast. Too furious. Too black. Too, fast too strong. For I think I think they're I, I, just say, just say fast, just play fast, because nothing in the acronym is actually about speed. I don't know. It's fine. I don't know. It's it's, it's, fine. It, it's fine. They're gonna lose a hundred games. It's well, we have a yeah, theme but you song, better, but you better go. They're gonna lose a hundred games. You better fill that place. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's apparently what what he's saying is you got to go watch th- I, this team. Otherwise, your fault if the new owners take them away because he says that's where the money is so he said 
So mm-hmm. why don't you go go? But the the money for he you said is the, he, here. He said the big money's in the hands of outsiders who want to move Ooh, the team to Nashville. Outsiders, little scary outsiders, scary outsiders, crime. They're coming. The outsiders are coming to take your precious. They want to take your baseball team. Enjoy. Yeah, this is one of those days, Dan. Um, But there is some news on the Justin Fields front. We have some more sound from him about things and whatnot. Would you like to explore some of that for a little while? I would. All right, we'll do that next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.